Garabo Live. Ms. Micah Rotunda and yours truly, John Senning, was not feeling well this morning. We hope he feels better soon and gets back here to this studio where we are very fortunate to be broadcasting. We all survived the Mayans getting it wrong again. Congratulations. I was prepared, and that's why I texted you before I went to my parents' house. Like, what time should I expect the meteor? Yeah. So at any given moment, and nothing happened. Yep. I told you to be ready for it. I was ready. Got to see my mom and dad on Saturday. Socially distant visit. Very, very weird, but at least I got to see them, and we elbow bumped on the way out while not breathing on each other. And- no. Oh, I know. I so want to hug each other freely. Yeah, me too. 727-579-1025. So, you know they're going after the Columbus statue in Columbus, and uh, they're going after the Confederate monuments. They are now removing the Teddy Roosevelt statue by the New York Museum, uh, the Natural History Museum. By the way, I've been going to that museum since I was a little kid. It's my all-time favorite museum. If I were to go to New York now, I still feel like I could spend about six hours in the American Museum of Natural History. I never looked at it this way, but now that I see the news story, I can see why they're doing it. You see, the statue outside the American Museum of Natural History shows Teddy Roosevelt on horseback. No problem there. He's one of our presidents, one of our fine presidents. But he's flanked by a Native American man and an African man. And they are removing it because they serve in a subservient role to Teddy Roosevelt. In other words, he doesn't have them on horseback with him as equals. Uh, He is on horseback and they are flanking him as if they are his property. Is that the way things were at the time? Certainly. Is that statue viewed now as a powerful and hurtful symbol of systemic racism by some? It is. Teddy Roosevelt has a complex legacy. He wins widespread praise for proposals that led towards a welfare state, but he also has a deeply troubling advocacy of eugenics. He is on Mount Rushmore along with slave owners Jefferson and Washington, and he now... uh, He now is not viewed in the kindest of lights when it comes to how he treated other people. And for that, he's being held accountable, and he is the latest in these series of statues that are being removed. Are you okay or not okay with that? 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? Hey, this is Steve. Uh, Hi. I guess I would say... Um, not okay with the removal of the statues only from a historical, because of the historical significance. I mean, I think definitely you can, um, you know, definitely maybe sort of put an asterisk next to it or explain, (laughs) you know, based on current. Would you do the asterisk also as a statue? Like, would you, would it be like, you know, there's a Teddy Roosevelt statue. It would be bronze. Then there's a bronze asterisk. And then if you're going to view the statue, you have to read along with it. Teddy Roosevelt is flanked by an African man and a Native American man, which we now consider wrong by today's standards. But at the time, they didn't think that uh, the old Bull Moose or whatever his nickname was was that bad of a dude. 
Yeah. So. All right. I just think, but actually, actually um, demolishing them or, or taking them down, mm. I think that kind of it doesn't serve the purpose. I mean, for for centuries, the church was guilty, or organized religion was guilty of, of doing that, taking down, you know, monuments or you know stuff like that based on their their current you know philosophies on 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 in in social feelings at the time so i don't think i just think for a historical standpoint leave them up but you know you can you know you can educate people on you know why things were different back then and yeah i i was never that attracted uh, or attached to the statue to begin with i like the museum itself and if you want to learn things go into the museum but if there's a statue of a of a former president and he's carting around a Native American man and an African man, uh, I can understand where in 2020 you'd go, well, we're not trying to erase Teddy Roosevelt from history. Right. But this statue does not feel right. Yeah, and we all learn about Teddy Roosevelt in history classes growing up. And then if you go to, to the museum, I have been in the museum. I love it as well. Is it symbolic of something that is of the past that's no longer socially accepted? And mm. I think that's kind of where we're at in society. And I think... As far as removing the statues and maybe redesigning the statues, that should be an option. And also, a main issue is that there's not representation of black history or Native American history right. in a positive light. Sure. To where there's not people who changed, because we don't know all of those stories, because they're not in our textbooks. There's not that same statue that's representing a Native American or a black hero. Right. And, and we're taught, for the most part, the history of the white man in America, right. and we choose to gloss over some of the uglier parts of American history. But it's all part of our history. It's what made us where we are right now, which you can call great or not. It's up to you. In 2017, vandals desecrated this uh, statue with fake blood as the mayor conducted a public debate over symbols of hate in the city. At that time, the city decided the statue would remain. The museum added placards addressing the statue and ex- an exhibition and online resources. So they did the old, we're going to educate as well as keep the statue up. And now they're going, this statue has representations that don't represent today's values. Statue got to go. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? What's up, Drew? It's Cherokee. Hey, Cherokee. What's up, man? Hey, man. You touched on everything. I mean, you, it's like you picked my brain on the last break Gross. because, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I originally was calling in because uh i was i was very glad that the mayans got the the date wrong mm. after most of your callers i'm, I'm kind of rethinking that it happens today it happens yeah um but removing of all the statues will in fact eventually remove that from history it won't um it, it really won't like we don't look to statues for history we look for to history books for history i i, I get that argument but you can learn everything about this country without paying attention to statues. If that were true, if you were to look to these monuments and edifications and whatnot, then Andrew Jackson would not be on your $20 bill. You wouldn't have a guy on your 20 that engaged in the genocide of the indigenous American. Right. So if we did attach meaning to these things, we certainly wouldn't have currency with Andrew Jackson's face on it. No disrespect to the former president, but he did indeed clear out millions of indigenous Americans in the interest of progress. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? Anthony. Hi, Anthony. What's up? Um, can I go back to the virus? Because I missed the cutoff at five. Oh, there's <laughs> no cutoff, man. You want to talk about the virus? We'll talk about the virus. Yeah. Sure. Because I kind of disagree with everything we've done. And I'll try to give you a fact. All right. You know, to support it. Okay. 
I mean, way back in March, MIT did a study regarding the distance it travels, and it was pu- it was published in JAMA. And at that time, they said even by sneezing, coughing, or even speaking, it goes up to 23 to 26 feet. That's fine. And lingers. They gave a figure that's slightly less than the figure now for lingering in the air, which is anywhere up to four hours. So, okay, say we have six feet. It doesn't take you four hours. You say even two hours to go to six feet. So the virus is there. It's in the air. Okay, so that's that's number one. As far as the social distancing, Harvard uh, School of Public Health did a study. Go on. Did I lose? Yeah, no, I'm listening. Uh, they, they did a study as well regarding social distancing. And there was so many, it was based on a calculus equation, and there were so many variables that the distancing doesn't always correlate with the peak. Because there's things that come into play, as such as social, you know, economic status, yeah. race, health, all those other things. Hell yeah. So there's not even a correlation. And an example of that was Chicago, where the white area and the black area had different issues. But we can even go something further than that. If you, if you could return, don't let it burn, don't let it fade. I think we can all agree we'd rather sing this song than hear more MIT and Harvard stats. Uh, by the way, I had to look at all, I don't know any of the words of this song except for that chorus. We haven't done a uh, 5 o'clock 90 sing along in a while either, so. all the time. I love this part. Thanks for the call, bro. Drew Grabber Live, how can I help you? That should be a, that should be like a, a like if you call up with boring statistics, you have to mention a cool song from the '90s so that I can play you off with that, and then we can sing that song and get our audience's attention back. I'm in. Good. Thank you, sir, for holding. What's up? I don't. Good. What's up with you? Yeah, I'm going back tonight. It's not okay. All right. You think it's okay or not okay? Not okay, man. It's not okay. I'm from Puerto Rico, and we have all statues of you know Spaniards who took over our country and and do the same thing. But it's the history, man. That's all it is. It is history. There's no doubt, but you're kind of, you got to look at it as kind of glorifying certain figures through history. Like, that's why we put these statues up. That's why in Philly they put up the statue of the great Rocky Balboa, one of the greatest prize fighters of all time, because you want to honor the man. So then when you put up something to honor somebody, and then you filter them through the lens of 2020 and they don't look that honorable, you take the statue down. No harm done. I see that, but there's two sides to the story. Oh, sure. Yeah, but the, but like we've had the one side forever. Now we're on the other side. Like now we're on the we're not going to glorify these people who had slaves, who had Native Americans and Africans marching behind them on horseback. We're not going to honor them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Also, before I forget the. Um, 
nostalgic dining experience that they're celebrating on Twitter, the younger generation is lamenting the loss of the Pizza Hut. Mm. There used to be, and we've talked about this on the show many times, there used to be this special thing about going to Pizza Hut, getting those big red plastic glasses, right? Putting your song on the jukebox, ordering the pizza, going to play Galaga. You lose your second game, you go back to the table, and there's the waitress with that turquoise shirt. She's got the pan and that special pizza scooper thing around her, and she just gives you that slice of that deep dish pan. Man, that's good stuff. So I very specifically remember my Pizza Hut experiences. And even in Brooksville, we had Pizza Hut. Of course. And there was a movie theater that was behind the Pizza Hut, and it was only open for like a couple of years because nothing really gets to last in Brooksville, so you just savor it while you have it. We would go to the movies, and I remember one rainy Saturday, I watched the Rugrats movies. This was like 1998 <laughs> or 1997. Right. And then I remember going to the Pizza Hut buffet. And that, to me, there's so much nostalgia just in that visual in my brain. See, Pizza Hut buffet came long after my Pizza Hut years. There wasn't always a buffet there. So <laughs> lame. Grub alive. Hello. It's the queen of the buffet. Well, I was not. I eat sensibly. Uh, hello, caller. Go ahead. You were hey, how's it going? What's up, dude? Oh, nothing. Hey, I was just wondering, um, do you think taking down all... No, I'm just asking. Okay. Do you think taking down all these statues and everything mm. is erasing the African-American mm. evidence that all this stuff went down? <laughs> That's an interesting take. No, uh, I don't. I see your point in that like, we have these figures who we now revile, like, say, the Confederate war heroes. If we If we remove them... Are we removing the tangible proof that there was a confederacy that enslaved black and white Americans? Uh, no, I, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think we're doing that at all. It's just a symbolic thing. Is it going to cure racism? Is it going to solve any problems? I don't know. But what it is is a symbolic move to go. We see you. We see that you're upset. We see that this. You view this as a symbol of oppression and hatred. So. We're going to honor you by taking this down. It doesn't hurt us at all to lose these statues, I don't think. But I understand. Okay. But I understand why people have a problem with it because it's it it disrupts their way of thinking for years and years. One other quick question. Yes, sir. How many statues and um, very important things did the Taliban take down? I'm not familiar with the Taliban, sir. I don't know the answer to that question, but I appreciate that you asked it on my radio program. Drew Gobble live. Hello, who are you? And this is Anthony, the virus person. I think we got disconnected, or you didn't like my point of view. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I lost you. I, that's, I'm, I'm very, very zombie. Yeah. I, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'm like a zombie, man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no problem. I thought maybe I was like too out there. And no, I no, no. You were fine. I, I just, I, I, what I did is sometimes I'm multitasking during the show. I was actually solving the New York Times crossword puzzle, <laughs> and I, I just, I reached for something and I disconnected you. And I'm very sorry. I found what you said very interesting, but like I said, didn't get a lot you of sleep last night. You got control ADHD, brother. You got to control it. You're right, man. I'm sorry. You're so <laughs> no, right. No, I'm a zombie. I mean, and, it, and as far as the mask, too, there's another issue with that. If you, there was an article recently published by SIDRAP, which is Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, and they utilized at least 40 different different research uh, yeah, right. materials. And it said it's actually useful, except for the N95, for the physicians in the north. I mean, there's a lot of discrepancy and a lot of things that I have come across that doesn't justify what we're doing.
Right on, man. I'm on the same page, totally. 100%, bro. All right, so you, I mean, and all I do is medical research, so yep. it's kind of hard not to see what's going on. But I do appreciate the time. Thank you. Just say one more thing. Uh, Kevin told me you had a speech and he doesn't want to fifth grade level because I didn't understand things. I hope I can at least get a GED out of this. For sure. I'm so glad he called back. In your head. Yeah, we can They're sing. They're fighting <laughs> with their tanks and their bombs and their bombs and their guns. In your head. In your head. They're fighting. In your head. In your head. Everybody. Alive. Hello, who are you? I hope he calls back because I got dreams and I think they had one more song too. Call back it. Hello, caller, go ahead. From the 941, hello. Yo. Yo. Oh, you hear me? Hey, uh, hey, hey, how you doing? What's up, dude? All right. Hey, I want to, uh, it's okay now, okay? Yeah, go ahead. So, I believe that they should take them take those statues down, but they should have put them inside a museum and put them somewhere down where, where folks can still go and, and live and, right. you know, enjoy their history. Right. right, because then we get to learn about him. It's not glorifying outside of a museum where it's like glorification of, hey, this is Teddy Roosevelt, you know, carrying around an African man and a Native American man. Come on in. Exactly. We put him in a museum exactly. somewhere where we, where we have to learn about our ugly racist past, which we've got blood on our hands as Americans when it comes to how we settled this country, you know, and we should learn that. Exactly, dude. It's not about white wiping out history, you know. It's just about, you know, conforming to, to, the, to today's time. And, you know, and, uh, yeah, so right on. you can put the statue inside a building somewhere and keep it stepping. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you, man. I appreciate the call. Drew Gobble Live, go ahead. What's going on, Drew, Micah? Hi. This is John. Hey, John. Hi, John. Uh, um... <laughs> Okay, it's Red Dad. I'm just curious. Um, Red Dad. Okay, you know that the Red Washington, woo, Washington Redskins, you know that theme's going to be changed. It probably will. The uh, the owner Washington. the owner Dan Snyder's been resisting it for years, but, uh, man, that, I mean, that's got to change soon, right? Uh, I'm a Skins fan, man, and I, it's going to have to change. Yeah, good for I'm you. I'm thinking, like, Washington Monuments, Washington Statues, something like that. Well, I don't know if that's going to catch on. Would but that work for you? No, nah, I mean, look, I'm Washington not a fan Monument? of the team. doesn't matter to me. Well, you could change it to Washington Snyder's. It's not going to bother me none. Uh, I just think anything other than a racial slur for indigenous Americans is probably a good idea. I have no problem with them. I, I used to have a problem with them changing the name, however, in this day and age, change it. It's, there you go. I, I get it. Look at you, Rad Dad. Thank you. Appreciate the growth. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Who are you? Hey Drew, hey Mike, it's Aaron. Aaron, what's up, bud? I uh, I want to take the I want to take the statue thing one step further. You know the Rocky statue in Philadelphia. Oh no, you're not going to touch the Rocky statue, are you? I am not, but I want to talk about what Rocky's statue and what it represents. Hold on one second. You're causing me to examine myself and how I view race through the Rocky movies. Let's look at this for a second. Here we go. Rocky one. Rocky, Rocky gets his ass kicked by Apollo Creed. 
Rocky 2. Yeah. Rocky fights Apollo Creed to a draw. Rocky 3. Rocky first gets his ass kicked Clubber by Clubber Lang and then kicks Clubber Lang's ass. What the hell? Why do they keep making him fight black guys? He's fighting. He's beating up and putting <laughs> anyway. Like it. Yeah, no, I remember. He's a Don King character, whatever they named him, Lucius, whatever. I'm questioning why we're celebrating a guy that's beating the hell out of African-American men. Well, uh, you know, it wasn't really like a black versus white thing, you know, because, like, I fought Tommy in, uh, in Rocky Five, you know, and he just, he wasn't a minority, you know. He got AIDS in real life, but, like, not, but not like in the movies, you know. And in Rocky Four, I, you know, I had Apollo on my side. You know, Apollo's training, you know, Apollo died. And uh, for the Russian guys, it was like white on white violence, you know? And I was like, I'm, you know, he was like, I must break you. I was like, you know, hey, try to break me if you want to, you know? <laughs> Drew Gobble Live, hello. Good afternoon, Drew. Buenas tardes, senor. Que pasa? Que pasa to you? Nothing. Hey, uh, I haven't heard it mentioned today. Did you uh, happen to hear or see what happened yesterday at Talladega? Well... I did. Um, what do you think about it? It brought tears to my eyes. Can I can I bring some more tears to your eyes? Like happier tears, maybe? Yeah. All right. Because um, a lot of those old uh, NASCAR fans, you know, they, uh, they're having a hard time dealing with the integration, if you will, of their sport. Their sport being more tolerant towards and embracing uh, Black Lives Matter and a black driver, etc., and last night, a noose was uh, supposedly found in, no, I, in... I understand what happened. ...in Bubba Wallace's stall. And that's the part that disturbed me. Well, right. What Was it disturbed you that someone put a noose in his stall? Yes, sir. Yeah, me too. Um, it disturbed me to read a lot of the comments on uh, on social media where people were saying it's the next Jussie Smollett where he, he did it himself and people are so sure of that and how they'll never watch NASCAR again. What I like to look at, my man, is on Fox Sports this afternoon, as the drivers were headed to the track, 80-year-old Richard Petty and a whole slew of NASCAR drivers walked with Bubba Wallace as he all, led his... All the way down pit road. All the way down pit road. What a beautiful all moment. NASCAR's drivers have rallied around Bubba Wallace. The NASCAR Cup Series, lone black driver after what happened here yesterday afternoon. The drivers, led by reigning Cup Series champion Kyle Busch in green, and their crews, the entire garage area, has rallied around Bubba Wallace and the number 43 today. Because yesterday afternoon, a noose was found hanging in the garage stall of Bubba's race car. In the NASCAR Cup garage area, a secure area where access is limited to competitors, officials, and track staff. A despicable act by someone flying directly in the face of NASCAR's efforts to build a culture that is diverse, equal, and welcome. That's why Richard Petty is here today and why Ryan Blaney 
Bubba's friends, competitors, and on-track foes have closed ranks around him. A lot of hugging with no masks. Just saying. When that window net goes up later today, racing is the great equalizer. Everybody's six foot four, 240 pounds. Everybody has 600 horsepower. No one is white, black, brown, or yellow. They are all racers. And they are all our heroes. Strong message by his uh, competitors and teammates alike to stand with him and, and walk down the track. A beautiful moment, and um, that is doing sports right. Props to NASCAR for that very bold move. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Yeah, it's okay to take it down. Um, not only is it okay to take those statues down, that guy, the guy earlier mentioned something about a museum. I think that's a brilliant idea. Put them in a museum if you want to commemorate them or whatever word you want to use. Go to the museum and do it. Don't put it in a public space paid for by our, talk, by our tax dollars and maintained when half of the people don't want it there. That's not right. And I think of another thing that should also be mentioned. Somewhere when I think of Georgia and I think of the word masters, I don't think of golf. Ooh. I need to change the name of that tournament. Goodness. I love golf, but that's not, that's, you know, and I know you probably have a deep feeling about that because you enjoy golf as much as you do, but I love golf and I never even, bad. I never even a million, like I just never even associated with that. And I never even thought about it, Jerome. Well, it's just, a, it brings bad connotations to me yeah. every time I hear it. And I'm like, man, you know, and it's in Georgia and all these rich, you know, affluent people. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, change the name. Change the name. Let's call it the Pimento Cheese Sandwiches Open. I love it because like they, they serve those up there and they're supposedly really good. Thank you, Jerome. Always good to hear from you, dude. Yeah, love you guys. Love you back, man. Drew Gobble Live, go ahead. Ah, oh, damn it. How am I supposed to follow Jerome like that? Carefully, yeah, very carefully. Hey, do you guys you guys know that song, Wannabe, where the Spice Girls? Yeah. Well, I'm just, uh, I thought it would be cool if I just spat off random statistics and you can kind of play me off to that song. So, seems a little contrived. Drew Grubb Alive, go ahead. This is worth a shot. Hey, Drew, I just wanted to correct you. Rocky wins at the end of Rocky 2 and beats Apollo Creed. Doesn't he? Yo, bozo, L-O-D. Isn't it a split decision and he, and he wins the championship because he's a, ch- I, I could be absolutely. What happens at the end? Oh, I think he ties him in the first one, and Apollo retains the title because he is the champion and Rocky is the challenger. I will tell you this. I have watched those movies so many times. I apologize, sir. That they're a blur. Rocky and Apollo both fall to the floor in the 15th round in Rocky Two after Rocky catches Apollo with a good punch. Rocky beats the 10 count by getting to his feet on nine while Apollo slumps back down. Rocky wins the title. My sincere apologies, sir. You were right. I am a bozo, and I do appreciate the phone call. It was the first sequel I ever saw. You're not a bozo. Oh, no, I am. 727-579-1025. I'm a huge fan of the rock band Styx. Okay. I love them with Dennis DeYoung. Mr. Roboto. Uh, best of times. Sail. S- come sail away. Or come sail away. Renegade. They've got some great songs. And you might be wondering, Stick still tours with uh, without Dennis DeYoung. What the hey is Dennis DeYoung doing these days? Well, he came out with a song, and I'm here to tell you, you're going to wish that he had called it quit after, si- after Sticks when you hear this unbelievably insulting, tone-deaf, and colorblind song by a man with a great voice 
and a dumb, dumb brain. Next on Drew Garabo Live. Wild Rover Brewing Company. They are open for business in beautiful West Chase, Florida. They have different stuff going on just about every night of the week. Tomorrow night, trivia. And not no easy trivia either. I mean, it's some difficult trivia that they got at the Wild Rover. Go say hey to Derek and family. This place you walk in, you got the snug bar if you want something fancy. You can sit in the sports bar. You want to watch some TV. Then in the back, you got live music. And let me tell you. Highway to Hell is coming on July 4th. The ACDC Tribute Band tickets are available right now. You're going to want to get them soon because this will sell out. The Wild Rover, indoor AC, rain or shine. you got a comfortable atmosphere. Social distancing guidelines are in place. Delicious food, great beers, full liquor bar, and the staff always aims to please. So go by there. Please tell them that we sent you. They're in uh, West Chase off Racetrack and Linmar, a real easy place to find and a real hard place to leave. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at 